0: The State Department did not provide any reason for Nigeria's CPC removal, and USURF finds it unexplainable that the country is not on the State Department's CPC list or even its special watch list this year.
1: Hello and welcome to the USURF Spotlight podcast, a weekly podcast series by the United States Commission on International Religious Freedom, where we take a deep dive into religious freedom conditions around the world, breaking the situation down for you. Each week, we focus on a different country, region, or topic. Not only do we analyze and explain the religious freedom situation to our listeners, but we also make policy recommendations to the United States government in order to address the immense challenges we bring to light here. Now here is the host of our show, U.S.E.R.F. Director of Outreach and Policy, Dwight Bashir, to lead today's discussion.
2: Welcome to USURF Spotlight. Today, we're going to talk about the U.S. State Department's designations just last month of the world's worst violators of religious freedom. Pursuant to the International Religious Freedom Act of 1998, also known as IRFA, the State Department's required to issue annual designations of the most egregious violators of religious freedom. In advance of these designations, USERF recommends in our annual report each year, the countries that we think the State Department uh, should designate it as such. On, On November 17th, the State Department issued its list of countries of particular concern or CPCs and countries placed on its special watch list, kind of a second tier of violators. The 10 countries the State Department designated as CPCs this year were Burma, China, North Korea, Eritrea, Iran, Pakistan, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Tajikistan, and Turkmenistan. Yusuf recommended CPC designation for all 10 of these in its 2021 annual report, and also recommended that India, Nigeria, Syria, and Vietnam also be designated as CPCs. The State Department placed four countries on its special watch lists. Algeria, Comoros, Cuba, and Nicaragua. USERF recommended in its 2021 annual report that Afghanistan, Azerbaijan, Egypt, Indonesia, Iraq, Kazakhstan, Malaysia, Turkey, and Uzbekistan also be placed on the special watch list. So as you can see, there are some differences between which countries USERF recommended and the countries the State Department actually designated. Now, in addition to naming governments pursuant to IRFA, the State Department also designates certain non-state actors that egregiously violate religious freedom as entities of particular concern, also known as EPCs. This year, the State Department uh, designated nine EPCs, seven of which USERF recommended uh, for designation. Today, we're fortunate to have with us USURF Chair Nadine Mayenza to dive into the State Department's designations discuss how they differ from youth service recommendations and also consider the role of these designations in promoting and protecting religious freedom around the world. Welcome, Chairman, and thanks for joining us.
0: Thanks so much for having us. Um, I'm really looking forward to this conversation.
2: Great. Thank you. And uh, to start with, it would be great if you could explain to our audience uh, the standards used by the State Department in making its designations and also uh, If you could provide some insight into the State Department's process for making these designations.
0: Absolutely. As you noted, IRFA requires the State Department to issue these designations each year. So under the International Religious Freedom Act, or IRFA, the CCC designation is for governments that either engage in or tolerate particularly severe violations of religious freedom. That statute defines this as systematic, ongoing and egregious violations of the international recognized right to freedom of religion or belief, such as torture or degrading treatment or punishment, imprisonment or enforced disappearances. CPCs are the worst violators of religious freedom around the world. The special watch list category was established by the Frank R. Wolf Act, which amended IRFA in 2016 and gave the U.S. government new tools to promote international religious freedom. The special watch list is for countries that do not meet all the CPC criteria, but nonetheless have engaged in or tolerated severe violations of religious freedom. In recognition that non state actors can also present grave threats to freedom of religion or belief, the Frank Wolf Act also created the designation of EPCs are entities of particular concern for non-state actors that engage in, in particular, severe violations of religious freedom. For purposes of this designation, in addition to committing that egregious level of violations, these non-state actors must also be a non-sovereign entity that meets a couple of criteria that, first of all, exercises significant political power and territorial control, is outside the control of a sovereign government, and often employs violence in pursuit of its objectives. IRFRA technically requires the president to make these designations annually, but the president has delegated this power to the Secretary of State. These designations must be made no later than 90 days after the issuance of the International Religious Freedom Report, or the IRF Report, that the State Department puts out. And Congress notifies no later than an additional 90 days thereafter. The IRF report is a comprehensive report um, done by the State Department annually that details religious freedom conditions in each country. In making these designations, the Secretary reviews the status of religious freedom in each country and takes into consideration all information available. The designations are based largely on the country conditions during the previous year that are described in the IRF report, which means this recent set of designations are focused mostly on conditions in 2020.
2: Great, thanks for that explanation and the context. So now that we have that uh, as a basis for what the State Department uh, does and what goes into their decision-making, can you share with us your thoughts on this year's State Department's uh, designations just issued last month, and what were the major surprises or changes uh, compared to the previous year?
0: Yeah, the designations were a mixed bag this year for sure. (laughs) The State Department took some steps forward and and then some steps backwards. I'll start off by highlighting the positive developments. Of the 10 countries designated as a CPC, all besides Russia previously had been on the list um, designated. USURF welcomes the addition of Russia to this list, which we've been recommending since 2017. For years, USURF has raised the alarm regarding Russia's government's purge of so-called non-traditional religions like Jehovah's Witnesses, Muslim groups like Tablighi Jamaat, and followers of Said Nursi and severe religious freedom repression in Russia-occupied regions of Ukraine and the Russian Republic of Chechnya. The Russian government has long deserved inclusion among the world's worst violators of religious freedom. We are pleased the State Department finally recognized it as such. USURF also applauds the inclusion of Algeria on the State Department's special watch list this year. USURF has recommended special watch list status for Algeria since 2020, due to the continued enforcement of blasphemy laws and restrictions on houses of worship for religious minority communities. Over the last 18 months, we've seen an apparent increase in the number of blasphemy charges brought by the Algerian government against those with dissenting religious opinions, including Christians, Muslim minorities, and free thinkers. This coupled with a nearly half a decade of bureaucratic repression of Protestant churches warrants the U.S. government's increased pressure on Algeria to improve its religious freedom record. And so we commend the State Department's decision to add Algeria to the special watch list. In terms of steps backwards, USURF was extremely disappointed that the administration's removal of Nigeria from the State Department's CPC list. Nigeria was rightfully designated as a CPC last year. And the fact that it was removed completely and not even included on the special watch list sends the message that the Nigerian government made significant progress in a positive direction, which was no case at all. Ongoing religious freedom concerns in Nigeria include the continued detention of Mubarak Bala, Yahya Sharif Eminu, and several other individuals on charges related to blasphemy, as well as government inaction, In the face of mounting violence against vulnerable religious minority communities, we see continued attack on religious leaders and houses of worship with impunity, in addition to abductions and executions of individuals based on their religious identity. This is the first instance I can think of where the State Department removed a country's CPC designation, despite conditions on the ground not changing from the previous year. So doing so undermines the United States' position as a global advocate and leader on international religious freedom. And so the problematic message to other governments that they do not necessarily have to change their behavior in order to be removed from the CPC or special watch list. The State Department did not provide any reason for Nigeria's CPC removal and Yusuf finds it unexplainable that the country is not on the State Department's CPC list or even its special watch list this year.
2: Yes. And, and hopefully we'll get some uh, clarification on that, you know, in the in the weeks and months ahead of how uh, Nigeria was removed. Yes. Thanks for uh, laying that out. Some of the major movements uh, over the past year. Now, can, if you could explain why USURF's list uh, for the world's worst violators of religious freedom is typically longer uh, than the State <laughs> Department's list. And what are some of the countries that were left off the list that you think should have been included this year?
0: Sure. Of course, we were. Of course, disappointed the State Department did not implement all of our recommendations. But USERF typically recommends more countries be designated as the worst violators than the State Department will designate. Part of this discrepancy is because USERF can focus on religious freedom conditions alone without needing to balance other bilateral issues. USERF also has been more willing to find that countries meet the CPC threshold based on their government's toleration of particularly severe violations of religious freedom, while the State Department has focused its designation on governments and engage themselves in such violations. The conditions in the countries that we recommend for CBC status that were not designated as such are particularly concerning. I already explained our concerns about Nigeria. In India, religious freedom conditions continue their negative trajectory with the Indian government incessantly promoting and advancing policies resulting in systematic, ongoing and egregious violations of religious freedom. In Syria, both President Assad's administration and several influential non-state actors perpetrated religious freedom violations, with the government increasing its efforts to co-opt religious authority for itself, with militant Islamist organizations such as HDS and the Turkish-backed opposition groups attacking ethno-religious minorities, including Yazidis, Kurds, and Syriac Assyrian Christians. And in Vietnam, authorities continue to target unregistered independent religious communities, with ethnic, Hamong and um, Mantanyard Christian groups in the country's Northern and Central Highlands experienced particularly egregious violations. You also mentioned that nine countries that USERF recommended for placement on the special watch list were not designated as such. Prior to the State Department's November designations, USERF released a fact sheet on our recommendations for CPC and special watch list designations, focusing on our CPC and special watch lists that were not implemented by the State Department in 2020. The fact sheet provides a summary of the religious freedom violations in these countries that reflect the overall conditions justifying the designations. I invite those who are interested in learning about religious freedom conditions in any of these countries to refer to this fact sheet that can be found on usurf.gov.
2: Now, in addition to designating the world's worst violators of religious freedom, uh, IRFA, the International Religious Freedom Act of 1998, uh, requires the administration to take uh, targeted responses uh, to violations of religious freedom. And include specific policy options to use in conjunction with uh, these CPC designations. Could you go a little deeper into these kinds of options uh, that are at the U.S. government and, and particularly the State Department's disposal?
0: Um, Yes. So IRFA requires that the United States government not just name the worst violators of religious freedom, but also impose consequences on on perpetrators in response. For each foreign government that engages in or tolerates any level of violations of religious freedom, the Secretary of State must impose such violations and promote freedom of religion or belief in that country. IRFA includes a menu of options for countries designated as CPCs and a list of actions for countries that violate religious freedom but not, are not designated as CPCs. The specific policy options available for CPC countries include negotiating a bilateral agreement concerning the cessation of violations, imposing sanctions, taking commensurate action, or issuing a waiver. As a commensurate action, the Secretary of State may determine that pre existing sanctions are adequate, referred to as double hatting sanctions. So, in response to the 10 CPC designations this year, The State Department imposed double-hatted sanctions on Burma, China, North Korea, Eritrea, Iran, and Russia. A waiver on taking any specific action was issued for Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, Tajikistan, and Turkmenistan. While the statute permits such waivers and double-hatted sanctions, the Frank-Wolf Act notes that ongoing and persistent waivers of presidential actions do not fulfill the purpose of the law. USURF has expressed similar concerns that using pre-existing sanctions or indefinite waivers provides little incentive for CPC-designated governments to reduce or halt egregious religious freedom violations. RFA also requires the administration to take action when practicable to address severe violations of religious freedom committed by EPCs. However, no specific action has been taken against an EPC in connection with the designation to date.
2: Well, we'll have to leave it uh, right here, but I want to thank you, Sirf Chair Nadine Mayenza, for her insights today and for laying out a lot of the context for these designations and providing Uh, the commission's views on this year's designations by the State Department. You can find more details on our website about U.S.ERF's recommendations for countries of particular concern, or CPCs, and uh, those for the special watch list in our 2021 annual report. But also, as uh, Chair Mayenza mentioned in our recently published fact sheet uh, that was mentioned and goes into detail about why we uh, made those recommendations. Thanks for tuning in today, and we'll see you next time on usurf spotlight
1: to learn more about usurf and about global religious freedom concerns visit usurf.gov that's u-s-c-i-r-f gov. you can also find us on facebook and twitter at u-s-c-i-r-f thanks for listening and we'll see you next week for another usurf spotlight